Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding. Now, going back to that story that makes the front pages of a lot of the newspapers this morning and the lifting of restrictions and the changes in hospitality. Uh, Elaine Lachlan of the Irish Examiner is with us this morning and she has covered that front page story. Good morning to you, Elaine. How are you? Good morning. Elaine, we'll start with the nightclubs. What can you tell us can happen tonight? Yes, well, from tonight, nightclubs will reopen. It's almost 19 months since they were closed, so they're really the last um, industry to to reopen their doors. They'll be allowed a crowd at full capacity, um, which is seen as a significant concession for that sector, um, and perhaps slightly more than what had been anticipated at the start of the week. Um, people will also be able to queue for drinks at the bar, now in a socially distanced manner so they won't have to have the table service like we had up until now and obviously those in the sector will welcome that because it requires far fewer staff and and far you know significantly less cost as a result Um, but people won't be able to hang around at the bar won't be able to sit drink at the bar either in nightclubs or pubs for that matter they'll have to return to seated areas or to, to wherever they are and consume those drinks away from the bar. So it's all about trying to, to stop congregation. Okay, Elaine, can you explain to me, is that allowed to happen in a nightclub, but is it allowed to happen in a pub or bar as well? Well, it, it seems to be that, yes, you can you can queue socially distanced for a drink in a bar, but you can't drink at the bar like you would in a, a, a in usual times, okay. there would be a line of people sitting at the bar in, in a pub. So it was something that was raised by the vintners last night, the fact that effectively this would mean that they can't have full capacity because if, especially in a small bar, a lot of the time the vast majority of seating is at the bar um, so they won't be able to have people seated at the bar. They'll have to be away from the bar. Um, so they were raising this anomaly saying, well, nightclubs can have full capacity we can't effectively because our seats at the bar have been taken away. Um, again, the Taoiseach though was out yesterday and saying, look, don't please focus on what other sectors can do. There have been anomalies the whole way through this reopening, whether it was, you know, restaurants. We remember we, at the start of the summer when hotels, indoor restaurants were allowed open, but regular indoor restaurants weren't. There was some frustration vented around that. This is a similar circumstance where there are anomalies, where there are differences and the government and the Taoiseach are saying, please don't focus on that. It's very difficult to reopen and the easiest thing is just to fully shut or fully reopen. When you have this kind of a a grey area there will be anomalies. Okay, well Elaine, it's a very long time since I've been in a nightclub but I I know seating areas are pretty limited. They were in my day. Um, Yes. So I'm not really sure how it's going to work. You know, they, they get the people in there and may, perhaps they have provided more seating to allow so that they could get more business. Um, you, you're sitting in your seat. You, may, you can go up to the bar and order a drink, back down to your seat. You, you wear your mask, I presume, going to the bar and back to your seat, yeah? Yes, you do indeed, yeah. yeah. Then you want to go up for a bop, okay? Yeah. Uh, bit of murder on the dance floor and all that kind of thing. Do you wear your mask as you walk to the dance floor and then put it in your pocket as you're having your... 
your little bop and then mask back on as you go back to your seat? Is that how it's supposed to work? That's technically how it's supposed to work now. Um, whether in practice that is going to happen or not. Oh, I think I hear a little bit of doubt in your voice, Elaine. <laughs> Surely not. But look, it's a difficult situation for the government and for the sector. You can understand that. Like, they really want to reopen and the, and the government have really pushed for a reopening um, this weekend, despite the rising case numbers. So it will be, I don't want to say it'll be messy, but there will be some instances where it seems slightly bizarre, as you pointed out, that you have to walk to, let's say, a toilet with your mask on, walk to the dance floor with your mask on, walk to the bar with your mask on, but then you can come back. And, and look, we, we know, right, I'm, I'm going to bring in Mick Dolan here now. Mick Dolan of Dolan's on the Dock Road here, very famous venue in Limerick. Um, good morning to you, Mick. How are you? Do we have you, Mick, there? Yep. Yeah, can you yeah. hear me? Hi, yeah, hear you loud and clear, Mick. Um, <laughs> look, we know from experience, you, I mean, you run a business with, you know, you'd have large crowds there in normal times. Uh, and you know that human behaviour People do what the other people around them also do. So yeah, if, if if other people are getting up and bopping without their masks, you know, not wearing their masks to the dance floor, they're going to do the same. And it, it just it has a ripple effect very quickly. Well, but Julian, we've been open with, uh, with COVID passes for the last while and people are getting up from tables and going to the bathroom and putting on the mask. So people, a lot of people are used to doing this, that it's not, it's not new to a lot of people. So I think, look, a lot of it is common sense. I think common sense people will use the common sense. If they're getting up and going to the bathroom, they put on the mask. If they're walking a yard to go on the floor to, to dance, obviously they're not going to wear a mask. So I think a lot of this has to be common sense. The the bar service issue, is that one for you? I mean, you have a long bar in there in Dolan's and normally you would have people sitting all along us. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, look, like it is as best we we can get at the moment for you know for for what's going on around us. I think uh, we would love to. I'd love to be sitting at the bar myself having the pint on my day off, but uh, it's not going to happen. Um, it's I, I think it's the best of a bad lot, if you like. Uh, at least you can go to the bar. Like we've been training people in for the bar because there hasn't been a, a proper bar people training for the last two years. So now we can open in somewhat and people walk to the bar is a huge plus to us. Huge and, plus. And what about the change in the timings of, you know, you being able to open that bit later? Yeah, look, that's that, that's common sense. I mean, to be like we've finished serving at, you know, before 11 o'clock and everybody out by half 11. Very difficult, you know, for, for people. And some people would turn around and say, this, uh, you know, what is this, you know? It's not our rules, and that's what we are adhering to, you know. So we'll adhere to what rules are there, uh, but there will be nobody will get inside the door of of Dolan's without having a COVID pass. Elena Fitzgerald was uh, is on with us as well of Fitzgerald's Woodlands House Hotel in Adair. You were on with us earlier in the week, Elena, and you were giving out that you didn't have enough information. Do you have enough now? Um, we have some updates and information. So obviously what is clear is kind of when COVID a certificate or passes are required in terms of indoor hospitality, 
Um, what is also clear is multiple tables can be checked. And that means, in essence, that social events can now be planned. So it's all those missed birthdays, missed opportunities, even simple things like, you know, funeral lunches, that sort of thing. Uh, very much under the guise of a maximum of 10 adults with five kids per table. And, and I suppose a real sense of no intermingling. You know, that all the other things in terms of masks, social distancing, sanitization processes. Business events can take place. It's going to continue at the same at 60% capacity. You know, licensing hours, the curfew is gone and bar counter service, albeit with a queuing mechanism, will take place. Now, that's a really, really important one because with the current, I suppose, the labour shortage or staffing shortage that we have, it's really difficult to fulfil table service. And in some cases, it leads to a lesser experience and, and, and that as well. Um, and that. So look, it, you know, there are a lot of the gaps filled in, but we are still awaiting further clarification. But one of the things that I would say is, you know, we all have a huge part to play in making this work. Um, you know, public health depends on it, but actually livelihoods depend on it as well. And one little bit of advice I'd give to people planning for, you know, the bank holiday weekend, to be honest, it's really, really important to, to book in advance to make sure that there is capacity and to allow for, you know, the proper flows that businesses need. So that's, that's something that's a little bit different. We've put a small bit more planning into, you know, going out. Um, that's the reality of, of what we have now. Elaine Lachlan, you're a member of the media like myself, uh, and we often get blamed <laughs> throughout this. We get blamed all the time for lots of things. But you probably know that lots of publications and, you know, broadcast organisations as well will send people to nightclubs this weekend to observe and to see what's happening. And we'll probably get photographs of restrictions being left, been broken left, right and centre. Can you see that happening? You know what it is? It is a significant day for the hospitality sector and the arts and entertainment sector as well. We haven't spoken about um, live venues um concerts and gigs that will be able to to restart so i suppose there is significant interest in that it's up to the media to, to cover this but you'd hope that there won't be massive flouting of the rules and regulations i think people overall as we've opened up have adhered to the guidelines um most of the time anyway um and that i think you'd hope would continue this weekend as we reopen further mick do you struggle with that i mean you're a business obviously following the guidelines and doing its very best and there are plenty of them around there but then you'll get these outliers here and there that don't bother to check the COVID um, certs and will let young people in in their droves uh, and then the photographs appear in the papers um, and it affects the entire industry. Yeah, it it does and like we'd be totally totally against anything like that and we don't know like I don't I'm not around seeing you know place anywhere I've gone that I've been asked for a COVID test, so my own experience that's what I've seen. But obviously, there always is in any industry some outliers who will say, Oh, I don't care. Uh, but won't happen in Dolan's. So, look, we're very happy, Julian, to be able to open. We we were looking at a few days ago that we would have to refund all our tickets and resell all our sell out shows. And so now we're able to open properly in some in, in, in adhering to the regulations. So, so we're we're very pleased with that, you know. But uh, I, I, I urge anybody in the business, anybody going into anywhere, make sure if you go in somewhere and they're not, they, they don't check your passport, your, your your COVID passport, then don't feel safe in that place. Yeah. And I think that's, what we, that's what we all have to look at ourselves. Elena, you know, some people are saying as well, this time last year, representatives of 
you know, your industry, of the restaurant industry, the vintners industry, were, were jumping up and down asking, please let us open for Christmas. Um, and then we all know what happened. Now, we are in a different situation with our vaccination rate being so high. But we also have front pages this morning saying 1,800 health workers out of work because they're sick. And we are being warned that numbers will go up. It's a catch-22 situation for your industry. I mean, obviously you want the business, but if you're the ones that are going to suffer, if we do have to reintroduce restrictions because of overcrowded ICUs? Well, I suppose there's there's a few questions within there, Gillian. I suppose nobody could have envisaged, you know, Delta um, as a, a new variant and what that would unleash. Um, and I think realistically, you know, as we looked at other countries reopening and comfort was been taken from that talks of the vaccine. Um, but then, you know, Delta turned everything in its head. So neither government or the, nor the medics or anyone else would have envisaged where that was going. And I think in many respects, it's probably unfair, I suppose, that in some, you know, that hospitality has been made, you know, as, as I suppose the source of all of that. Because at the end of the day, people were gathering in homes, you know, they were going out about. And look at, you know, there is a risk every time that you leave your home, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. And I think, you know, it, it very much moves into that space of personal accountability. But it would be so destroying to think that there was any chance, you know, that, you know, public health improved to a point where, you know, businesses um, would not be able to trade, uh, you know, livelihoods would be under threat and communities would be under threat. And the unfortunate thing for the nature of uh, hospitality and tourism is we've been, you know, in a situation where we've been extremely exposed to that. And it's tough. There's still people who are not back at work and all of our restrictions are, are not eased, you know, today. So I just would like to remind people that. But like everything else, everybody has a part to play to try and make this the best version. And with, you know, one of the highest vaccination rates in the world, 92%, you know, that's a, a game changer. Um, and it would be great to see continued progress on that, you know, in terms of restoring, I suppose, the opportunity, restoring our liberties, the opportunity to go out and enjoy the things that we did before. But I think the legacy of COVID will be with us so far, you know, in terms of masks and social distancing and sanitisation. Um, but look, all that everybody wants is for a safe and successful reopening. Um, and, you know, and at the end of the day, public health is the number one. I think we can all agree on that one and we'll leave it there and look, anybody who is heading out tonight, I hope they have an excellent time and that they, they do so very safely and the best of luck to yourselves, um, Mick, uh, Elena, and thanks to Elaine uh, Lachlan of the Irish Examiner. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman, celebrating 18 years in Ireland with their 18th birthday sale. Big birthday savings across their massive range of appliances, technology, furniture and bedding.